Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Clocked In with me, your host, Jordan Edwards. I'm thrilled to have you tune in as we dive into the dynamic world of productivity, success, and stories of incredible individuals who've mastered the art of getting things done. Whether you're commuting, hitting the gym, or just relaxing at home, this podcast is the go-to source for inspiration and actionable tips to level up your productivity game. I'm on a mission to unravel the secrets of those who seem to effortlessly manage their time and achieve their goals. So if you're ready to clock in and unlock your full potential, you're in the right place. We've got a lineup of amazing guests, industry experts, and thought leaders who will share their insights and strategies to help us crush your to-do list and make the most out of every moment. Get ready to get inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to supercharge your productivity. This is Hashtag Clocked In with Jordan Edwards. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on? This is Jordan Edwards, and this is the Clocked In Podcast. And maybe you guys are watching this on YouTube, maybe you're listening to the audio, but one of the things I don't really discuss too often is Edwards Consulting. And that's kind of like, what is the origin of that? Where did that come from? Where did that all happen? And uh, I'll give you a little tidbit because the thing is throughout the hundred plus episodes I've done of this podcast, I'm always interviewing the other people. I don't speak enough about myself. And that's why I've started to get into these where I can discuss with you guys and share my opinion and perspective about what's going on in my life. And Maybe there's some value there um, that can be beneficial to all of us. Um, so for me, I grew up in Jersey, then when came down to Tampa for school. And as I went through that change, it was a, it was a completely different perspective than I thought it would be because I came down, uh, wanted to play college lacrosse, and I played for a little bit uh, my entire freshman year. And then after that, it was finding out what, what were really interest me because I wasn't getting that community that I was hoping for um, due to there being two teams that had a lot of players. So it was just difficult for me to find that community. Um, so then I ended up joining a fraternity, which definitely helped a little bit with that community aspect. But then uh, that was sophomore year. And then junior year, I ended up studying abroad. And when I studied abroad, um, I was in Rome, Italy, and my cousin, Mara, was actually there. She came uh, to the same school as me, John Cabot, and it was fun, but it was still this this journey of where do you fit? Who Who's with you? Who's, who's in your corner? Where's your spot? Where's your place? And I realized that I was a little unique. I'm a little different. And when I say that, I mean... The thing is, I was one of the very few kids from my school to actually go study abroad because most people go, oh, I would never give up a semester because they're only thinking in that college terms, not in, oh, my God, I get to live a semester abroad. And I was in Rome, Italy, which I thought was pretty profound and cool. It was different. And because you learn about culture, you learn about experiences, you have to travel on the weekends. It's a lot of a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of work. And when it finally pays off, it's like, wow, this is incredible. And the cool thing was, um, after that experience, I, I had a really global perspective. I realized that I really enjoyed traveling abroad and having those experiences because 
it was something that allowed me to get a more holistic view of and a more proper perspective of where I actually was in the world and where I, what I valued. And, um, when I went to graduate college, um, I had uh, a job lined up and that that was great. And then I had all these different, um, different opportunities and you have all your friends because they're still in Tampa. So I got to still hang out with everyone. But the thing was, as, as it continued on, I started to realize this. And a lot of people uh, have this situation where that outside community, if it doesn't come from your work, uh, it can be difficult to recreate. It can be difficult to find. And for me during school, one of those major ones for me was the fraternity. It was, it was really something that uh, you had your group of friends. It was all of that inclusive nature that was nice. Um, but there was something that occurred. And uh, basically the reason I'm telling you all this is because it, it's the story of why uh, Edwards Consulting started and what it is. And for me, I thought back to a moment of what do what do I do well and who, who can I help and what is that? And this thing I've always wanted to create was a, a community and create a foster a positive mindset. So that's why I have the podcast as well, because the podcast is me pushing out there to everyone. Hey, there's a lot of negativity out here. Why don't we highlight some of the positive people out here and we see what we can uh, see if they give you any insights or different perspectives. Because I realize, and I, I believe it's true, that the five people we spend the most time with um, become part of us. And in this virtual age now, we can do that online. We can listen to podcasts. So those people in your circle, they don't have to be your friends. They don't have to have ever spoken to you before, which I thought was pretty amazing. So I have the podcast, which is for that reason. But back to Edwards Consulting and where that started with, it started with uh, my buddy, in college, Jamal. And what happened to him was uh, I was a senior uh, getting ready to graduate and he was going through school and wasn't wasn't the happiest with it all. But you would never know from his face. He was always the go-to person to hang out with. Um, he was always super happy, super outgoing. And he, he just made a decision that I think if we had a discussion, maybe could have changed. And that that impacted my life a lot because that was um, someone I was a roommate with, uh, not at that time, but previously, someone I knew their family, like someone I was very close with, and I, and I didn't know he was struggling. And that's something that I didn't want to occur anymore with the people I knew. So I decided and like kind of worked on it and made my own, what do I think life is all about? And what I ended up doing was realizing it has five pillars. It's mental health, physical health, community service, philanthropy, spirituality, and relationships. Those are what I think the five pillars are. And inside of those, I think we view life in a very uh, one-dimensional way when we're experiencing it. And like some of the issues that happen with people is they just focus on if they're in high, if they're in college or high school, it's only grades. Like your your worth is only how good your grades are, not that you're a good person or you're doing the right thing. In life, after graduation, it's how much are you making? If you don't make the most, then you're not you're not achieving success, quote unquote. And these were all things that I honestly disagree with. I think 
there's a lot of different intangibles. And I think those are elements of it. And those are part of a life. But I think a life comes from you monitoring and having different aspects of yourself, meaning what's your mental health like? Where, where does that sit? And where can that improve? And then where's your physical health? Where's your community service philanthropy? Where's your spirituality? Where's your relationships? And when I ask these questions to people, some of these categories, they were like, I've never touched on these. I've never done any of these. And I do this because it gives you a screenshot of where you're at today. And it helps you understand, maybe I'm not the best at community service, but I'd like to improve. And what can improving look like? Maybe it can be donating to the homeless man. Maybe it could be donating your clothes. Maybe it could be signing up for a food drive. Maybe it could be raising money. Maybe it could be donating money. It can be any aspect of whatever you want. Maybe it's building a philanthropy. But if you don't measure yourself in how you're doing in those areas of life, I don't think people see the progress in a positive manner. Because he, here's my truth that I, th- that I believe. I think when we're making progress, we're excited about life. And a lot of people will rely on, hey, did I get that promotion? That's, then I didn't make progress this year. Did I get married? Then I didn't make progress this year if I didn't do these uh, big life events. And it's like, no, like you make progress every single day. Just start working towards it. And this is some of the perspective I like to help individuals with, different clients. Um, but I would have really liked to help those who are struggling. And even if you're not struggling, if you feel like you're a little lost, it's what is the proper perspective? What is work everything? Or do I have things that I'm interested in life? Are there different dimensions? And like, when you really start to dive into it, you, you see different areas. Like, so for me, philanthropy, one time I went to Peru, I think a trail went to uh, Iquitos, which is a jungle town. Um, it's basically the Amazon rainforest. And we had this tour guide who was an unofficial tour guide, not really our tour guide. Um, and he just brought us around for three days. And then after we left, he messages me and he goes, Hey man, trying to get over to this country. Like I'm really tight on cash. Like you have anything to help. And that, that was a philanthropy to me. He said he was going to pay me back. Um, it's always a process, but it's just helping out where you can and having that perspective of, oh my God, we actually have a lot to be grateful for. We have a lot to be happy about. And one of the major things is that we need to realize that we are very lucky. We are very, we are very blessed. We have a ton of resources around us. I mean, if you're in the United States, the amount of stuff that you have in comparison to other countries is insane. You walk through people's closets and they have a hundred t-shirts. You can only wear one shirt at a time. (laughs) It makes no sense. Um, We have a hundred books. Like we have, why, why do we have extra bedrooms? Like this is all a bizarre concept in regard to America, but it's like you haven't made it yet because you haven't sold a billion dollars, uh, your company for a billion dollars and got your mansion and your yacht yet. You haven't made it. And it's, it's kind of a preposterous idea, but it's really us having that proper perspective. So what I do with Edwards Consulting is it became, it started out with one-on-one, then it became into a group. So now the group runs every week and I help, we basically talk about these different ideas and these different concepts 
to see what can change, how we can change, how we can get different perspectives. Because it's so important for us to talk to people outside of our work, um, outside of our friends at a deep level to understand that, hey, maybe you're seeing something different. Maybe you understand this idea better. Maybe you understand what's going on here. Maybe you could be my support cast. Because as I mentioned earlier, that community postgrad that I was looking for is very difficult to find. And one of the ways I found it was by working through this group and creating this group and meeting on a weekly basis because it allows us to operate at a very high level and only take an hour, hour and a half of our time and just be able to hear other opinions, other ideas, other things that might click for us. Because a lot of the time we feel like we're in our own bubble. And most of the time we are. But the only time I've ever seen people really operate at a very high level is through masterminding. It's through working together. It's through collaborating. And when we collaborate, we're able to grow. So if you're looking for a place to grow, um, I'd be happy for you to reach out and just we could talk and see if maybe there's an opportunity there. It's my email is jordan at edwards.consulting. And I'd be more than happy to see if maybe there's a place because I know what that's like not to have a place. It's tough. It can be challenging and it can be difficult. The other thing I'd recommend is a lot of people find groups through activities. Like, so they find maybe the group through their spirituality, through their religion, through the wine club, through CrossFit, through the gym, through a sports team, whatever it is, like you need to find that community because the thing is, I, I've known this to be a truth, but most recently I read an article that happened. It's an 85 year study that Harvard put on for happiness and what allowed for happiness and what allowed people to achieve that happiness. And what they did is they had 724 people around the world and they would check in with them every two years to see who was the happiest. And the answer wasn't a, a great physique. It wasn't all the money in the world. It wasn't any of these things. It wasn't achievement at the highest level. It was relationships. It was the people. It was having those friendships and having that collaborative nature. And they broke it down into seven different segments. And I'll put the article in the, the show notes. But it was really, really interesting because it opened up my eyes knowing that this truth of communities and relationships was a very important thing. And the more people I speak with, it, it becomes more and more vital because a lot of the time we rely on one person for our happiness, which is just that's a task that no one can take on. So why can't you make a brotherhood or a sisterhood and really grow with that? Why don't you look to find your own nature or create your own? I, I just say this because we're all just trying to figure out our journey. And one of the ways I exhibit that is through the podcast. It's something that I'm proud of and it's something that I've worked hard on. And I hope maybe this inspires you in a sort of capacity to reach out or to work on your own way. Whatever it is, I'm more than happy to hear the journey. And I love connecting with people and just finding new ways of providing value. And one of the coolest things I would say is if you haven't done it, it's really to break down your yourself, mental, physical, community service, philanthropy, spirituality, and relationships. You write those five things on a page and write down where you're at today and then what a 10 looks like. and search through those differences and figure out what action steps you can take to make those differences, it'll go a very, very, very long way. I think we'll 
change everything and really help you get things in the proper perspective. Because at that point, then you're in control. When you're in control, you can make changes. And I want you, everyone to know that you're in control of your own life. You have the ability to listen to this or you can turn it off. You can quit your job or keep your job. You can do whatever you want. So know that, that you're always in control. And I'm always here. And I can't wait to hear from you guys. And I hope maybe this was a little inspiration for the day. Thank you for reaching the end of the podcast. For that, we'll give you a complimentary coaching session in the link below with Edwards Consulting. Hope to see you there and have a great day and keep clocking in.